This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. We are live and our phone lines are open. If you have a rare or interesting item and you'd like to know more about it and maybe find out what it's worth, our phone number is 416-360-0740. Maybe you have vintage sports memorabilia or other antiques, cups and saucers, fine china, old coins, who knows, statues... Paul Kenny knows all about this stuff. He's found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically identifying the value that other people overlook. You know him from Storage Wars Canada, A&E's Northern Treasures, and you can watch all this stuff on Netflix or catch us live right here every Sunday from 11 till noon. Good morning. Good morning. Have we got a show for people today? Yeah, we're going to we, knock some lights out for no, sure. No, no, we're not. People are going to be mad that they're not live streaming us. Okay, how do they live stream us? You go to zoomerradio.ca, and you'll see you and I blathering on a silent screen. You click it, you turn the volume up. That's perfect. (laughs) I know know our listeners can do this. But, no, this is the show. This is the start of something big. Yes. Okay, you know how we we talked last week about bringing people down here? They're showing their stuff. Okay. Now, we have some people in the studio today with some great items. But before we even get to that, i got to tell my story. Yeah, You didn't ask me what kind of week I had. Usually I, I do. You told me that I would be blown away by something no, and to stop asking okay, about it. What okay, was it? Is this okay. connected? What is it? Yes, it okay. is. Okay. Okay. It has to do with our stories. You know, like, um, this week, you know, I've got my fourth grandson, grandchild was born Congratulations. two weeks ago. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Now, in my, grand, my uh, son-in-law works for one of those forward-thinking companies that give you a paternity leave. Okay. Or well, fraternity. Okay, yeah. Whatever else. The He's dad off. gets off. Yeah. The How much time is he giving Three him? months. Oh, that's pretty good. But... He had to go into work for one day, okay? He went into work for this one day, mm-hmm. last Tuesday, I think it was, to take a course on CPR. Took a course the whole day. He didn't have to go, but it was one of these things they said, come in, and he went for this course for CPR. That night, that very, very night, his son stopped breathing. His infant son. His infant son stopped breathing. Is it transferable to do an adult CPR on an infant? He did it. He did it on the infant son. Everything came back to life. Went to the hospital. They, they checked it out and everything. But he out and out stopped breathing. And when I talk about miracles, it makes a tear to my eye right now because this actually happened. He took the CPR course that day. And that night, his son stopped breathing. What precipitated his son stop breathing? No, they what don't happened? know. No, no, they're, they're, the doctors are all working it out. I don't Sudden know. infant death syndrome, S- something SIDS, like that. Is that what it is? Whatever it was, he saved Your his grandson life. is healthy. Your son-in-law is a hero. That's what. That's, that's what the this story is. here. Because wow. and now my wife yesterday spent the day taking a CPR course. Okay. Wow. And can't. I don't know what to tell you about this, but this goes into. This is my story. 
If uh-huh. I could enter my contest yes. for the good story of the week or the month or get my $100... It's more shocking and disturbing, but yes, no, impressive no. nonetheless, yes. No, no, but I'm so happy that it actually happened. Yeah, it's a miracle, really. It's, it's a miracle, and the timing was like, I can't believe... It's almost like after it happened, it's like, this is one of those things that, wow. But that brings me into into we want to share your story. This was my story for this week. This was my story this yes, week. Yes, okay. That was I a want... lot of drama to tell the listener that this is this radio show is branching into the world of television and there's a casting call? Yes. That's the story you used to transition? Okay, that's good. That's exciting. No, no, I'm very happy because I know by this show is so jam-packed with people and stuff going on. I'm talking about the Cups and Saucers and the Fan Expo and the people that are here. We're going to have a great show. And uh, what happens every day at... 11.59. We run out of show before we run out of stuff that we've wanted to say. So well, your prediction that you knew what I would do next Saturday, that was take a CPR class. I take you to take a CPR class. Oh, wow. That yeah. was like, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's just like if he hadn't taken it, uh, this had been a terrible week. But it was like he took it and everything came together. Pretty amazing. But we want people out there to share their story. And do you have a special? I'm going to actually. I'm reading a script. You're going to read a television script? I'm, I'm going to leave a script Would you, would you sell time. it for us? Come on. Come on. Do you want to share your story? Do you have a special item or even memory that you would like to share with Consignment Heroes? Send us your email or give us a call. Your story could win a Zoomer radio mug stuffed with a $100 bill. I went down looking for a $100 <laughs> bill so I could show people that they were getting an actual mug. Yes. Simply email to consignmentheroes at, at zoomer.ca. That is consignmentheroes.ca. At zoomer.ca. Yes. So what we're doing is we're inviting our listeners who have these interesting items. Again, maybe it's uh, old jewelry. Maybe it's an old vase that's been handed down through the generations. Yep. It's been sitting in your basement and you don't know what it is. Maybe it's an old figurine and grandpa said it was valuable. You have no idea what it is. Instead of calling in the radio show, we're inviting people to actually come to the Zoomer Plex. Yep. We're, we're in Liberty Village. Beautiful facility, by the way. we got the MZ Television Museum here. It's a wonderful place to sort of celebrate all sorts of heritage and history. So what we're saying is come next Sunday with your rare item. It doesn't really... Yeah. You, you have a giant parking lot. You can bring an old steam engine tractor if you want. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dreaming big, yes. Uh, so next Sunday, sometime between 10 a.m. and noon, and we yep. will get to you. We can have you filter through the building, and we'll yep. be featuring some of these items on the radio show, but also taping it because you're probably going to see this stuff eventually on TV, which is exciting. Well, no, we're, we're going to be doing... We're doing a pilot right now yeah we're going to be doing a show we're going to start violating people's tvs as well as their radios we're going to can't avoid us that's what's going to happen they can't avoid us so here's the deal you can come to the actual address if you're thinking next sunday you'd like to do that and you'd like to have paul's eyes on your rare item maybe it's an old cup and you're just curious about is it something special it's made by paragon maybe it's an old silverware set maybe it's some obscure statue that you've never be able to to understand luckily you're a guy who specializes in this very few things ever come across your desk where you go i don't know what that is that little uh doodad or whatever you specialize in the world of tchotchkes yeah. and bric-a-brac and all this sort of stuff uh and you also have a store i should say it's yeah. located at 10,341 young street in richmond hill 10,341 young street but we're inviting our listeners keep in mind tell your friends if there's somebody who has yeah. a bunch of antiques next sunday come to liberty village if you are selected if you're chosen to be part of the pilot you get a zoomer radio coffee mug stuffed with a hundred dollars no, I'm not giving... I'm you, make, you just said that? No, that's for the stories they give me. I want people to write stories. Your story could win you a Zoomer radio mug stuffed with $100 cash. That's what I'm reading on the script here. Is it your money? 
Do I get any of this money? No, no, no. All right, listen. Our phone number, if you want to call the show, is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Our first guest has come to the Zoomerplex. His name is Dr. Rod Stobel. Yes. Take it away, my friend. He's now, we're now the second and third smartest people in the room because we have a doctor. I know. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What, what was the ranking beyond him, by the way? Am I number two or are you number two? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, fine. You. All right. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Now, this is where people want to be pot, live streaming us because we're going to have, we have some interesting stuff here now. Doctor, what did you bring him in today? I know. I got to look for this thing. Okay. Here. Yeah. Good morning, Paul. How are uh, you doing? Yes. Thank you for inviting me. The first item I have is three examples of the original dictaphone machine made by the Thomas Edison Company out of the U.S. It's nearly 100 years old. Um, I rescued it from a potential scrap heap uh, oh, back in the 1960s. I was working a uh, summer job before university at the Adams Road Grader Company in Paris, Ontario. And uh, end of the workday one Friday, uh, walked through the hallway to get out and... Uh, the manager said that they found these, uh, about six or eight of them in a storage room, and they're just going to get rid of them. And he said, you like them? I said, oh, I'll take a couple. So yeah. I did. I like the look of it. What so is a dictaphone? You didn't take all eight? Nah, I had an old Studebaker it's car. Big. Didn't, it's didn't big. Fit, didn't fit in all the Studebaker car back then. But slow down. I'm stupid. What's a dictaphone? Okay. <laughs> this here, you, you were, um, say you were the boss, and yeah. you had a secretary. I like it already. Yes, yeah, yeah. okay. And you, have to, you want to say something, and your secretary's not there. You get to record it so that she works overtime while you're out in the golf course. That's what that thing is? That's what this thing is. You know, the little, it's like a little handheld black well, cassette thing where you go, self-reminder, get milk on the, the way home. This is what they are now. And that's what it used that's to be? That's what it used this to be. It's the size of a vending and, machine. Well, yeah, two of them. You had to have no, no, two. You had to have two. That one is over there. Doctor, doctor's right. got one. That's the one you... <laughs> this is the boss one. Oh, it's so this handy. I can't believe yeah. this thing ever got used. Oh, yeah. So it's two phone booths to record a message. You okay. put a wax cylinder on yep. a spindle, uh-huh. and then you uh, speak into it, and a stylus would scribe it, just like a, a record uh, on a, the wax cylinder, and uh, you make your message, uh, hang up the horn. That's taken off and given to the female one. I've got wow. The lady one, that's the secretary, and she would put on the headphones uh, and scribe it, and then she's typing away as she listens. Did anyone ever do like a famous book using one of these, or is it just, we want coffee, black, two creams? That's it. Those are the headphones. Uh, what is the most prominent use for this? Just a secretary and a boss, or is it? Did somebody use this? Uh, oh yeah, in the hectic days yeah. in the office in that day, he would make his letters after letter and then give it to the secretary and That's instead amazing. of uh, instead of the shorthand. Wow. And then they meant smaller, where you had the little one on the desk. But these yeah. are the first ones. Here's yeah. all the tubes, spaces for the tubes. Yep. Here we've got uh, the actual dick. This is the one that plays back, and that's the mm-hmm. one that you record on. And, wow. Uh, the, uh, now, I'm learning. They're in, uh, that's, the motors alone are special, uh, special windings. And um, the... Uh, they uh, look so, the part, though. That's the thing. They look oh, very yeah. nice. And oh, these would be perfect props. Now, what do these go for? No, but he's supposed to ask that. Well, well I'm yeah. curious. I'm curious. I'm curious, too. What, a- anywhere what between a hu- I checked last night that these are between a hundred yeah. and four hundred and fifty each. I thought they'd be more, but as a prop, I mean, someone would have this in their in their place. This is only about these. Go about You're saying years. as a prop, eventually, like in a movie or something. They make Mad Men the movie. Well, maybe a hundred yeah. years prior to when Mad Men yeah. was set, and then they use this thing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 
Okay, no, no. yeah. Or some or someone like to have one of these in their man cave. This is I've never in all my time I've never seen these. I've seen the desktops. Mm-hmm. So these most of these by he's saying 1960 would have been scrapped because yeah. they were worth four dollars in steel back then. Wow. And they would have scrapped the engine and scrapped them. So there are probably I would say less than 50 of these around the world. Today, wow. Even though they probably made millions. What of do them. they weigh? The two of them? Uh, that's Ooh. why I'm not lifting it up. I'm just so it's not easily. Moved item, yeah. Oh, I would say at least, yeah. Substantial, yeah, yeah. Ah, Interesting. No, this is why next week we might ask people just to bring. Some people can bring small stuff, but I want people to bring small. Is this one operational? I saw that you had the wax cartridge. Could we record one right now? They can't. No, sadly not. They're not. uh, They need some restoration. Okay. Because they've uh, the uh, the white metal. the original uh, alloy they used here has got a few cracks in it. Needs to be a special welding to uh, for the stylus to go on it. And the cylinders they can be cleaned and slightly remelted with a hairdryer, okay, and then yeah. they would turn. The motors work. Uh, they also had that's back in the day of it uh, needs some TLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I it needs a saying. bit of restoration. All right, well there you go. Our first item is a uh, a dictaphone, which is really mm-hmm. two giant devices that records a voice, and you can hear it on the other end. It's, it's, it's probably... Do we know where these came from? What they might have been used for? They were the office staff of the uh, Paris Road Grader Company. Uh, it was taken over by an American conglomerate back in the 60s. And, uh, yeah, they built road graders, especially for Brazil. When I was working there, they had, like, 50 of them sent to Brazil for clearing roads in the jungle. When we used okay. to make stuff in this country. Gotcha. Uh, okay. When we used to manufacture... Thank you, doctor. Now, I mean, literally, you brought me something that I've never seen before. Uh-oh. I have one more item, or two. All right. Okay. Uh-oh. Now, okay, what's this? This is called the endocardiograph. It was a precursor to the EKG. Um, so you, uh, the doctor... Uh, this is the beep. That's beep, right. That's right. Beep, really? And then the flat line. Beep. You could listen, putting on the heart, and uh-huh. it was an amplification device. You could hear your heartbeat. And it had a recording stylus that would give you the same as an EKG today. The, uh, like each, a paper readout? Valve, a paper readout. Oh, each wow. valve of the heart. There's a separate microphone that is uh, placed on the patient, so it amplified and he could hear it as well. Now, there's uh, one thing I do know is that doctors do tend to like to collect, you know, the yeah. old, old <laughs> saw bones and stuff like that. I imagine there's a tremendous market for that. Let's talk money about they don't, that. No. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, they don't love those? And they don't know... Uh, tremendous money to me would be a thousand, but I would probably sell this for about one fifty. Really? That's all because what mm-hmm. happens, and this is the syndrome where something cost a lot of money back then. Mm-hmm. The doctor, you can't get any scrap for it. He has a, doesn't have the heart to throw it out, so a lot of them survived. Right, I see. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just an older version doctor. of something we still use. It's not like old phrenology measurement no, things no, or no. something where it's no. some kooky dated you know science pseudoscience where people go this is rare no, this, this would not have been rare this is not a quack device no, gotcha. no, no, no this is actually nice. quack devices do well though yes they sell really well yeah. if this was a quack device looking <laughs> like this i could get a thousand dollars for it because it's real and actually works i can only get 150 well good stuff thank you so much for coming by thank you very much thank you for having me now while i've we're learned set- something Thank you. Now, while we're setting up, we've got calls coming through, but while we're setting up, I said last week that I would, the people who are, who are live streaming us, I'm going to show a couple of the cups and saucers that are good. Okay? Okay, so if you're watching on zoomerradio.ca and you're wondering if you have an old cup and saucer, rule of thumb is lots of gold inlay yep. means money. Names like Ainsley and Paragon, Paragon mean money. And also, 
if there's an imprint at the bottom of the cup, that generally means more yeah. money. What and do you got lots there? lots of flowers. This is flowers, Ainsley. I'm just going to do them quickly because people, are, they'll just see it right away. Yeah, it's a blue song. It's a blue Even cup. Even ones like this. That, that, Even ones like this. That one looks better, but it does. How much? What are the values here? That, that first one was worth three hundred and fifty. This what? one's worth about a hundred. What is going on? Wow. Okay. And this one here. This is what fruit in it, and this is worth about a hundred dollars. For got a fruit. cup. For a cup. No, it's got a saucer. I'm not showing the saucer. I might break it. <laughs> I already broke one on the way here. On. This one here, even though it's Ainsley and people bring them in, because it's all white inside and stuff, This, luckily I broke the least expensive cup here. This one here is probably worth $10. says Ainsley. It's got gold. It's got lots of ruby, but it's got no flowers. So be careful with your vintage cups and saucers. Some of them are tremendously valuable, like three to 500 And fragile. Yeah, absolutely. Our phone number, if you want to call the show, if you have a rare, interesting item, maybe you have old sports memorabilia or antiques or old farm equipment. Maybe you have old signage that came out of an old uh, corner store or something like that. Whatever it is, if you think it might have a special value, including coins and jewelry and gold and silver, you can give us a call right now. Our phone lines are open, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. We are live. This is Consignment Heroes. Let's go to Grace in Mississauga quickly. Grace, good morning. You're live. Yes. The article that I have is a Dow Jones ticker tape machine. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it weighs a ton. My husband got it, I think, when they were going to, whatever you say, like digital or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, yep, it's downstairs, and I need to get rid of it. So what era do you think it's from? Well, whenever they switched over to digital, I, I, I don't know. Oh, that's I can remember question. bringing it, you know, bringing it home in the station wagon. Now, you're saying it's a Dow Jones ticker, but where did it actually come out of? What building? Where? Out off the floor of the stock exchange. Which stock exchange? The Toronto Stock Exchange. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because it could be, again, like lost in translation. Something. It might not be vintage. It might not look the part. It might just be like late 80s, early 90s, something like that. No, I think it's earlier than that. And obviously, it probably didn't serve the whole exchange. It probably served an office inside the exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it probably isn't like the sole one. It's probably one of many. Do you think it's worth anything? Um, I want you to guess what you'd like to... What would you say yes or no to? <sighs> like, one right now is online for approximately $850. Now, is that enough for you to be? Now, I have to yeah. make, to make sure it looks yeah, the part, though. if I could though. get $800, I would... I'd be laughing. Okay, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. There's another one here for $200. No. Uh, she's, I think she'd still be laughing. I think she wants to part ways with this Yeah, thing. I mean, it's just sat down. in the Because I actually thought, okay, I wonder if I could sell it for scrap. Oh, no. I'll give you more than scrap. That's for sure. Yeah, and scrap value probably wouldn't even cover the cost of you. Unless you have a pickup truck and you're going to lift the thing, it probably <laughs> wouldn't cover the cost of getting it out of there. Yeah. What you'd have to try to do is you'd have... I mean, there's only one or two places to really market this. The yeah. movie industry or some rich stockbroker who would like to have it in his office to look imposing. Right. And if it doesn't look the part, you know, that's where you're going to struggle. So, so, so much of these items is if you're only selling it for the art value, it's really got to look at, you know? Right. Now, in 1941, here is on sale for $2,100. Right, but that's what I'm saying. That one yeah. probably looks the part. I, I, I don't have eyes on your screen, yeah. Yeah. but she's saying it's later era, right? Yeah. So, who knows? But I'd love to see it. You can call me at my shop, which is 416... Uh, sorry. Wait a minute, wait a minute. 416... Sorry, I just gave... Don't copy that. Stroke that out. It's 905... <laughs> 
4653. That's my store. We're open from 9 to 6. Uh-huh. It seems longer every day, but we're open those hours, and someone can help you, and they'll get in touch with me, and I can come see it. How's that? That'd be great. This is I a nice one item. one other thing. Yes? I, my husband worked for a private golf course. Okay. okay? He was the head starter in this private golf course. Okay. And he's got on their... Okay, I know nothing about golf. Okay. I guess it's the scorecards. Yep. He has a stack of autographs. Well, then it depends what? on who. Yeah, yeah, that's probably pretty incredible. You know, so no. I didn't know, like, okay, well. No, you know, Tiger they're Woods. On, they're on, on scorecards, but, yeah. He no, 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 that's even better. They have to sign the scorecards. It's going to be authentic for sure. No, no, the no, score. No, 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 these are blank. These oh. that he asked them to sign before they took, uh, you know, started their game of so golf. the autographs are on unused okay, scorecards. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's not actually going to calculate their round. What was the name of the golf course? The National. The National. Oh, no, no. Okay. Got to see you. You got to call me. Oh. I'm sorry. Do you have the stack <laughs> of names in front of you? Yeah. Are they? Can no, you read us some names? Me. Um, I mean, I can go over to the desk and, you know, get it. But he's got them... He actually has them listed, but I'm, you know... Send me the list. What do you mean, lifted? What does that well, mean? Well, as he got one, he made out, um... Oh, like, he made out of this one. I'm, I'm just trying to go over here and Okay, grab. so he, there's a couple of things here. Obviously, your, your husband had special access to probably pretty special athletes, and because you yeah. don't seem to know much about golf, you definitely need people you can trust to right. look after this. Otherwise, I go, all of these names? No, they're all unknown. I'll give you $2 for the whole set, and then it goes to auction and sells for fortune. Okay. So, yeah, you want to be very careful with this, because you only get to sell it once. Okay. Right. Now, you got my number. <laughs> now I want you to call me. Number Grace, did we lose you? What's happening over there? One somewhere in here. Adam Sandler signed it. So, in the movie Almost stars. Almost in a pro-am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, he's got... He's got one, Paul Coffee. Yep. Oh, so it was definitely like Pro-Am was, days. You know, jumping through the list here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to find, you know, some that... Bring them in. Dick Duff. Dickie Duff. I had him. What a gentleman he was. Um, he's got Bob Ray. Oh, sorry about, that. <laughs> sorry about your luck. Probably less value there, unless he shot like a 59 that day. Yeah. No, what you have to do is give us a give me a call. I'll come and see him if you're in the city, or you can come and see me. They don't weigh a lot, but if I'm coming over to pick up that uh, uh, ticker tape machine, we're good. Okay, thank you for your call. Grace in Mississauga has a series of autographs connected to the golf world. They could be worth a fortune on top oh, of yeah. that t- ticker tape. Listen, we're going to have another live studio guest with another interesting item. In case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio, broadcasting from the beautiful Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. This is Consignment Heroes, but it's also we're shooting a pilot for this week and next, and we are asking anyone with any rare or interesting item, you can come to the studio next Sunday and actually have eyes on your item. Yes. Paul Kenny is at your disposal. You can just show up with your item, talk to the producers, and potentially get on the show. Tell us the story of your item, how you got it, and what you think it is. It could all work out. You could also win a Zuma Radio mug stuffed with $100 just for your trouble. Not a bad deal. But if you're listening now and you want Paul Kenny to tell you more about your item and what it might be worth, maybe it's a whole collection of things. Maybe you're cleaning out an entire house. Our phone number here at the station is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740.
Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Welcome back. You're listening to Consignment Heroes live on Zoomer Radio. It's a show all about stuff. Do you have a rare or interesting item? Maybe an entire collection of stuff. Maybe it's gold, silver, coins, old jewelry, an old watch, an old shoe from World War I or II. Who knows? Whatever it is lying around your house, maybe in your basement or garage. If you're curious about its value, you think it has some special value, you can call this show and talk to an expert who has found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff. His name is Paul Kenny, and you know him from Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasures. All of this stuff airs on Netflix now, and of course you have special access to him here on Zoomer Radio every Sunday from 11 a.m. to noon. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. We're also taking live in-studio guests, and that brings me to our our next friend here in studio. His name is Harvey Organ. He's a coin collector, and now you have this incredible... What's what's unfolding before your eyes here? I I, I took a sneak preview while we're on the commercials there. Yes. And it's like, I'm I'm kind of in stun. I mean, literally, I'm in stun. Binder after binder of collectible coins. Harvey, tell us a little bit about how you... When did you start collecting? 1950? What's happening here? When I was seven years old. So even maybe before then. I was seven years old. My first coin came from, I went to buy a loaf of bread. My mother gave me uh, 30 cents. I got one penny back. It was a 1923, a rare Canadian penny. And that was my first coin. And then from that, I started collecting and I never stopped. Wait, so you shortchanged your mom and that set off your love of coins? Is that penny still here? Uh, That's in another binder. What did you tell your mom happened to that penny? Didn't she ask about it? Yeah, yeah, she was very excited. I told her it was a very, (laughs) and she was happy for me, you know. (laughs) Okay, Paul, you're silent and flicking through a collection. I've Uh, never seen you like this. You are overwhelmed? What's happening? Well, no, but okay, the good thing about our show is I get to see a lot of stuff. Mm. But in this show, we only have an hour, okay? We have callers, and we have uh, the stuff. Harvey, this is not a call. Holy, where did you get that? (laughs) Um... This I wish I could show this so people could see what a real coin collection. Because I have people bring in accumulations. Yeah, uh, we buy them for silver. There is not a coin in here that is only worth silver. That's really? The best way yeah. Well, there's for those wondering what we're talking about. Most yeah. coins, especially prior to 1967, like you're talking about quarters and dimes, they contain silver. So people will melt them down because they're worth much more for the silver content. Yeah. The other content was just like, is it rare? It was stamped by the government. That's referred to as numismatic value. Yes. And usually every week we say, yeah, what you have has no numismatic value, as in it's not rare, it's not special, it's not in great condition. Yeah. But you're singing a different tune with this collection? Yeah. I'm, no, I'm glad Harvey came in to see this, 
but I'm going to have this is going to be something for a later show. Um, I can't do this in, in. You're tapping out already. I'm tapping out. Sorry. I mean, well, you're smiling. I'm tell, look, tell me a ballpark. You, this is over twenty dollars worth of coins. Obviously, this, I, I've only. Well, this one page is I don't know twenty thousand. What? This oh, one page. Well, hold on. No, eight. Made me a liar here. Twenty-one thousand. Sorry. <laughs> Harvey, do you have armed guard to get you back home? What's happening here? Came from a bank in the safe, yes. But yeah, no, wow. there's some very rare 1700s. Uh, I have one, William the uh, Third, uh, 1697 in mint state condition. Mint state means it was never, never in circulation, so the coin wow. was perfect. So to get a coin that's below 1700, never been in circulation, is extremely rare. So what is your plan ultimately for a collection? I mean, I know people who collect stuff for decades and unfortunately go, oh, my kids or my grandkids, they're never going to appreciate it. Not that they're bad grandchildren and children. It's just not their thing. So what ultimately do you want to become of a collection like this? I want to teach my grandchildren. Hopefully that what I have six grandchildren. I'm hoping that one or two will uh, take up and enjoy this thing that I've, you know, I've uh, accumulated for uh, over 63 years. You know, that's some, and he wants to sell his duplicates. So <laughs> he wants to sell the duplicates, and this is what. But I Paul, can... you're constantly saying before you hand down that rare vase through the generations, write the story oh, yeah. of what it is and why it's significant. If you did that to poor Harvey, he'd be writing the rest of his life. No, he's already done the writing. He's there's Harvey, a couple notes on every coin. There's, there's notes oh, yeah. on them, what they are, what the difference, where it's are, from, yeah. where it's from. What do you What do you believe is the most rare and valuable coin in this collection? Well, the one, that my most valuable, I have two. I have uh, a United States uh, $17.99, $10 gold in, in mint state. And that's that's with, here? It's not here. It's it's to home. And I also have, this is a rare one. It's a uh, 15, uh, sorry, 359 BCE, Philip II of Macedon. It's a gold stater. Now, I don't know what any of that means, but uh, I do understand dollar value. What yeah, are they worth? Uh, the... The seventeen ninety nine would be probably worth fifty sixty thousand. Wow! And the gold stater twelve thousand Canadian. Wow! Yeah. So this is no. This is I'm. I'm well, the other one okay. I have. I have another very unusual one, which was from Judea, uh, in in Israel. Yeah, it's a couple thousand years ago now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was the old, and it was three hundred and eighty BCE. And it's made, was the mint was in Tyre, Tyre or Sidon, I can't remember exactly, but they were that was the coins that were used in circulation. So they would go from Tyre into Judea and use in circulation. So the temples they would have. And these. you have one. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, that is incredible. See, this is why that was a story about one coin. Now we have <laughs> five thousand. We have two, uh, I don't know a, a thousand coins here. Each, times each. that story. Do you think we can squeeze it into this hour? No, no. no In fact, yeah. Happening. As you say, Harvey, please stay <laughs> with your set so that you can spend some time after the show yeah. going through some of the more rare coins. Yes. You're looking to get rid of duplicates? Is that the story? <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, but That's Harvey is, is like everyone else is trying to shrink down a tiny you know, downsize a tiny bit. And it's what's happening across the nation is the baby boomers. There are kids. I told him I've got 200 sets of china at home. My kids went to a big box store and bought a set of china. Yes. They don't want what I have. Yes. And this is what's happening, and this is where I help. But there are people around the world who would love to what I have in my hands right now, okay, and who buy this, and that's how we help people. But in this thing here, this is, this is um, 
This, this is, is a lifetime of work, though, is what it is. This is, is. your efforts to value this history. It's another twenty thousand dollar page. By oh the way. my God! Sorry. Come on, this is unbelievable. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, we. I, I, you know the problem, Harvey. Is, thank they, you for bringing this in. But this is going to need more this. attention. I know this is going to need more attention. Well, if they logged on to zoomerradio.ca, they'd just see your mouth open as you flip <laughs> through the pages. That's yes, what they got yes. to see. Yes. No, no. This has been a miracle. I can't wait for what's going to happen next week, but this has been a pretty crazy week this week. But thank you, Harvey. Oh, thank you. are listening to Simon Heroes. We're live on Zoom Radio. If you have a rare, interesting item, maybe, you know what, Paul, you might as well just say what you always want is old hockey jerseys. You say they're unbelievably, incredibly valuable, yeah. and people have them lying around. They have no idea what they're worth. Yeah. I mean, sports memorabilia like that is hard to come by, but maybe it's something that you don't think has any value. Maybe you have an old box of costume jewelry. Maybe you have an old record player that still works yeah. that might be a rare brand. Maybe you have some sort of designer clothing that now sells for unbelievable amounts in yeah. the resale market, in the consignment world. Sometimes it's items you don't really imagine. No, 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 no. That's I, Like I said, I like to go to the basement and the attic. On the ground floor, okay, who cares? But you know what I mean? The basement and the attic is where the stuff is. Yeah. It's the stuff they've forgotten about. It's the, it's the great stuff. It's the stuff that... They'd say that old thing, and I say that old thing is five thousand dollars. Or even if I say three hundred, if it happens, and they're thinking like next garbage trip. If I, you know, it wasn't so heavy, it'd be at the curb right now. Yeah, and that happens a lot. You know, well, you always say that. You know, they'll, they'll say, "Come over and look at uh, look at this jewelry set." You know, in the basement, it's gold and diamonds. You go, oh, "All this stuff is standard," but over your shoulder, you have an unopened box from. Star Wars or G.I. Joe yes. and some silly toy that's in immaculate condition. That'll go to the auction and pull tens of thousands sometimes. So you never really know. The idea is to get an expert like you with eyes on. Yeah, and it, but it takes time, and it takes, you know, it takes time to do it all, to do it right. I want to take a quick phone call. Joe okay. in Mississauga, he's called in with a coin collection. Joe, good morning. You're live on Zuma Radio. How are you? And we've lost Joe in Mississauga. Our apologies. Please call back, Joe. We'll try to leave a line open for you. In studio now, we have a, a new friend. What's your name? Edwin Osadek. Edwin, good to meet you. And what do you have there? I have a, a toy from Russia made in 1958. It's called, a, it's a Sputnik toy that says Sputnik on the front. And what is this thing? Okay, uh -oh. so there, uh -oh. this is already worth your time if you wanted yes. to go to zoomeradio.ca and click Holy the stream live. Wow. What am I looking at exactly? What is that? Is it's that a, planet Earth in a box? That's a planet Earth, and that's the Sputnik, I guess, and it goes around, and it makes an irritating ting-ting-ting noise drives parents crazy. No, it was a music box. Hold on. <laughs> this this crosses over. This crosses so many different... Okay, so this is a small box with a globe in it and a, a red... What is it? It looks like a that's pylon. A it's supposed to be Sputnik. Yes. And so what, are you going to press that button on top? It's going to spin? This is a lever. You move okay. It back and forth. You wind it up with the key. Okay. Back. Wow. Like don't that. overwind, don't overwind. And then, oh, and that's Sputnik orbits the it actual orbits planet. The Earth. So this is from 1958? Yes. And it's a Russian toy? Yes. Yes. Does this need to be repatriated to Russia? <laughs> Not a chance of them getting it back. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and uh, forget, forgot to mention, look at the box. He's got the box as well. Yes. The box has all this various... How did you come across this? Were you with the KGB in the 58? What happened? My father went to uh, Russia for his, his father's funeral, and he picked it up there. Wow. Wow. So this is everything you talk about. This is rare. This is special interest. This is toy in a box. I've never seen anything like this before. No, I got to show. Sorry, I'm not showing this right. This has got, this has got the great box, because this was made... Look, at it's got the dirigibles got the rockets it's got the sputniks it's got the other planes 
but and it's in the box is in about seven condition for a box from 1958. When you say seven condition, seven, seven out of ten. Out of 10. Okay. Seven out of yeah. ten. It's in Russian, and you gotta remember a lot of these toys back in 1958. There wasn't a lot of trade going on between the United States and Canada. I mean, the United USSR yeah. in Canada or the United States. So there, these would be mainly would be kept in Russia. Well, it wasn't shipped here. It was brought by yeah. one guy who went yeah. to attend his dad or grandfather's funeral and brought the, back as a keepsake. This is about a nine out of ten. This is a quick estimate on this working, and I don't want to overwind it. I don't even test it. It's actually a music box. It will ding. That might have to be a little. Did bit I hear tough. some of the music? Is that what I heard? It's yeah. not. Very boring music. It's, yeah, it's, just <laughs> it's not going to sell for its musical quality. <laughs> Let's say that. No, but this is probably worth between two to five thousand dollars. Well, and the and the sky's the limit because if it were to hit the open market online, especially because yeah. I would imagine somebody from Russia would want that. Even though you're saying you wouldn't want it to go back there, you'd rather have it stay here. No, this is staying here. I I, <laughs> I, I even know what part of the shelf it's going on. Sorry. I'm... <laughs> oh, so now you're going to bid as part of you're going to put it up to sell it and bid on it yourself. How no, often this, does that happen? Yeah, no, this is... I've never seen one. I've never seen one. And, I mean, I want to show this because the people who are live streaming might never see this again either. This is an amazing toy. Well, and what a timepiece. We can talk about the space race and the USSR. Yeah. I mean, really, there's so much going on with it. Even the box itself, it's got the story of flight on yeah. it, right? You've got uh, the plane there from Kitty Hawk all the way to a jet. Yeah, it's amazing to use the American... Oh, I mean, it's not just a stupid toy box. It tells a story. It's kind of interesting. Well, what was it? What was the story that uh, the Americans invented and the, the Russians invented a week later? No. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It was Vladimir Wright by the end of that story, probably. Yeah, Vladimir Wright. No, okay. So what would, are you interested in selling this? What do you want to do with it? I just wanted to see how much it was worth, really. I, I've got oh. three kids who can fight over it. And <laughs> well, if they fight over it to sell it, though, would you be disappointed? You want it to, keep, you want it to be a family heirloom, although it's a um, toy. It's, I, I would sell it, I guess. I don't you know. would sell Eventually. it. No, we well, could do, I imagine you're going to get a pretty good offer on it. I, I could work on this. This was something that we can, it'll, in the upcoming weeks, I can come up with a price exactly what this is worth. I mean, I'm just a quick research right now. Right. And Well, let's talk a little bit more about Consignment five, Heroes two and five, what you do. Yeah. Your store is located at 10,341 Young Street, right in Richmond Hill, north of Major McKenzie. People bring in stuff like this and they don't sell it to you, they consign it to you. Yeah. And what you'll do is market around the world or maybe enter it in an auction and see what the top dollar is. That way you'd be profit sharing along the way yeah. rather than just selling on your way out. A lot of people f prefer to do that, but that option is always open to you. Mm -hmm. Well, the more, I, the more he piece. makes, the more he makes, the more I make. I don't I mean, know if he's ready to sell yet. Yeah, one, yeah, but at some point the money will probably be too seductive. Okay. I would think. <laughs> I think if so. People were, <laughs> you go. Are, they gonna, are my grandchildren going to like this toy that they'll never play with, or we'll all go to Disneyland? Okay. I don't know. No. It's, this is a live stream. People are live streaming. Pretend the toys in one hand, and pretends a pile of money in the other hand. It's not there yet. <laughs> and as this pile gets higher. This toy gets less desirable to the to the old owner. Like the scales of justice, right? <laughs> like the scales of justice. That's what will happen here. Okay. I want to go to one caller, uh, Joe in Mississauga. We managed to clear the way yep. for him. We'll get to him close uh, quickly. Joe in Mississauga, good morning. You're live on Zuma Radio. Yeah. Sorry we hung up on you. Is that our fault or your fault? I did. Oh. Because I couldn't wait this long. Oh, my apologies. What do you have? I got silver, U.S. silver dollar. Yep. 1887. Now, now, with this, this is why I have to see them. On the back, there's going to be a mint mark. Underneath the, the bird, there's going to be a either a CC, an O, or a blank. If it's a CC, I know this is very 
Let me yeah, translate this. Yeah. Okay, so a mint mark is where the coin was actually made. made. So it's like if you can imagine there's quarters all across Canada, but in a small, maybe maybe some are made in Ottawa, maybe some are made in Vancouver. They'll yeah. put a little BC or an ON on it. The value of this coin is going to be determined where in America it was made. Yeah. yeah. And my guess is, Joe, how good are your eyes? Uh, I'm not home right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, so what I would suggest is that this is what we tell people. When you're trying yeah. to get a little detail like this, sometimes it's a maker's mark on a little figurine, take your cell phone, click a picture, and then magnify it on your phone to blow it up rather than trying to find a loop or a magnifying yeah. Yeah. glass. It's much easier just to use a smartphone. Okay. But what, do you, what would be the difference between being made in Colorado oh, versus condition. Washington? Oh, no. CC would, um, I don't know, difference between $50 and 2000 Oh, okay. So substantial. <laughs> On the low side, what is this coin worth? Oh, the low side, the, the minimum's worth is 20 bucks because of silver. Oh, right. Okay. And it's yeah. 0.71 of an ounce of silver. And uh, so it's worth a little less than that, but we th- that's an early year. Depends on the wear, and like this is where uh, everything comes together that way. That I need to know to see the the mint mark, mm-hmm. the condition, yep. and then what year it is. Right. So it's all this is what we do. But I got to see it. He, he needs the coin in front of him. You're okay. listening to Simon Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio, live at the beautiful Zoomerplex. If you have a rare, interesting item and you'd like Paul to tell you more about it and what its real-time market value might be, maybe it's an heirloom that's been sitting around for generations in your basement collecting dust, it could be worth a fortune. Who knows? Maybe you're looking to part way with an entire house. It's not uncommon that people call Paul and say, listen, I have, uh, unfortunately, I've lost somebody or we're downsizing and I've got 3,000 square feet. Most of the stuff was bought in 1955. Should we chuck it or is it worth a fortune? You'll come over and you'll quickly yeah. determine whether or not it's worth a trip to the dump or worth a trip to the bank. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, our phone number, if you want to call in and find out more about your stuff right now, is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, we have a toll-free number. You can call one 866 740 That's one 866 740 Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio in studio with Paul Kenny. You know him from Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasure. He is an expert on all things stuff. He has found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically identifying the value that most people overlook 
We have a lot of in-studio guests here today, yes. and we're encouraging everyone listening to click on to zoomeradio.ca so you can see some of these rare items. The reason for all this is that we're doing a casting call because Consignment Heroes may soon be on television. Yes. We're preparing for a pilot, and we're inviting people to bring their items to the Zoomerplex next Sunday, let's say between 10 a.m. and noon, yeah. and uh, we might be able to feature some of your stuff, almost like an Antiques Roadshow type of thing. And uh, just come and show up. You could win a Zoomer Radio uh, uh a coffee mug full of $100 if you happen to have the rarest, most interesting item of the day. Speaking of which, yeah. we have another gentleman in studio. His name is Angelo, and uh, I think you're going to get excited about what he's got. Oh, I am, but I forgot about the last guest. I, I'm trying to up the ante here. Did mm-hmm. I say that was 2000 to 5000 US? What's that? Not Canadian. That's Sputnik. Oh, the Sputnik. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. To five. So you I already th- think it's going to sell in the States is what you're saying. So let's no, say... it's going to sell in Canada. Somewhere <laughs> around $10,000 on the high side is what yeah. that toy is worth. If you're just tuning in, somebody brought in a little Sputnik toy yeah. about, I don't know, four inches tall with a little plastic globe inside. You wind it up, it plays music, and the little satellite orbits around the world. But yeah. the idea is it's a toy in the box which sends its value through the roof. So remember, if you go down to your basement, any toy that you have, if it's in the box, maybe it's from your childhood, sometimes it doubles the value. Sometimes the box is worth more than the toy. Well, um, some of those um, Atari games and those little video games from the 70s and 80s, yeah. some of those sell for $20,000. Yeah, in a weird twist, some of the worst games ever made, uh, you know, all of them were junk because people hated them. Some of those are the most valuable yeah, now, yeah. and it's just a matter of scarcity. Uh, Angelo, welcome to the show. How are you, man? Good. How about yourself, guys? Not bad. What do you? Okay, so you've got hockey memorabilia yeah, and some I got of this stuff. Memorabilia. W- w- give us a story. When did you start collecting all this stuff? Uh, actually, it's handed down to me by uh, an uncle of mine and stuff like that. So he doesn't know. He doesn't care. Dig into it, Paul. Care. Okay, give me. I can see something already good. No, no, I don't care about that. Give me. What do you want? He give wants it all. He wants want to drool all. over it. One thing we can't hide is Paul's affinity for. Vintage hockey stuff. Paul. Okay. You're going to hold it up for the cameras? It's Willie O'Ree, the first black player to play in the NHL. Willie right. O'Ree. Yeah, O'Ree. Yeah. O'Ree. Yeah. And, but these are, okay, I'm going to show that. Okay. You're gonna, <laughs> I'll go with your schedule here. Give me these first. Now, what I want to show people is. Now, that's not a hockey card. That's like an 8x10. What is these this? These are, and I know a lot of our listeners out there, if they had brothers or if you had a son, he was collecting. These are called beehives. Okay. These were, and the reason they're called beehives is because you took on your beehive corn syrup, there was a ring at the top. You took the ring out and you sent it in and you got a picture back from a proof of purchase and they would send you one of these pictures. Okay. Oh, interesting. So it's a mail away collectible yeah. through a daily household use product. From 1933 to 1967. Wow. So it went on for, I don't know anyone's got a complete set because what happened was. If your favorite player, you're not going to ask for Willie O'Ree because at that time it's Boston number one, which had a terrible team, and not because of anything else, but it was there were more Toronto collectors. And you're going to ask for Frank Mahovlich before you ask for Bobby Bulford. Right. And you're going to ask for uh, Bobby Hull if you're going to go to Chicago before you ask for some of the lesser known, like Pierre Pallad or someone like that, who's a lesser known light. So the the stars are what everyone has. It's the lesser players that are harder to get, okay? Or a guy only played for one year, and he had a beehive, and he got traded to another team. So let's condense this. A beehive okay. is just a larger version of a trading card you have yeah. to send away for. What do these go for? Um, anywhere between $6 and uh, 2000 
What? Yes. Okay, so which one is your left hand worth and which one is your right hand worth? Uh, William Lee's probably about $20. Bobby Hull is only worth probably $20. So which one is worth thousands? Oh, there's a number of them. There, there's short prints. I can't remember. You never see them. Um, oh, actually, one's Moran's. Um, there are other. There are ones that are, they just, there are three or four known copies. So gotcha. So people are trying to complete a set, you've got 50 people trying to get that one card. And this is what the difference is. So in a case like this, usually Angela Hill say, do you want to sell them these or do you want them to complete your set for thousands of dollars? That's the thing. No. Yeah. He, wants, <laughs> all right. is he doesn't care. He wants to sell What them. about the rest of the car collection? Okay. Now, as I, I was talking to Andrew before, and he said that this is only a sample. He says he's got every year between 1951 up to uh, 1970. Oh, my God. What are you so, going to do with all this stuff? Well, I don't the, know. That's why It just seems so overwhelming, thought. right? Like, you, even if you had a 3,000-square-foot house, even if you used these all as wallpaper, you wouldn't be able to see them all. <laughs> you wouldn't you, be able to post them all. That's how that's much right. that is. In this condition, yes. these, like, this, this is the second-year Parky cards, mm-hmm. Parker's cards. They were printed in Canada. Now, this is 1952. And this set here in this condition is probably worth about $7,000. Just this, just this wow. little stack. Oops, there's more to the stack. Now, you, <laughs> tell me, once you told a story about how Canada ended up with a lot of the most collectible uh, trading cards, what is the story there? Oh. The manufacturer was in Canada, shipped to America? What was the no, story? No, no. We're talking, now, that's what, the, in Canada, there's a 1952 Topps, used to be, there was Topps Bubblegum. Mm-hmm. And they would put out the baseball cards in series, one to uh 81, uh, 80, 82 to 200, and then it was the last series were from 311 to 407. At the end of the season, they they had excess. So say that they print them, and the best teams aren't in baseball, and um, like in Canada, we are, that's hockey season for us. They will come out in November, in September. Okay. Like in April, all the kids want their favorite players. By that time, by the third or fourth series, it wanes. Your interest wanes. Okay. And so they sold less. Now, they had a lot of them. And what happened was they dumped some in the East River. They just dumped them. They could not sell them. And they sold the rest into Canada. Right. And... We, and they were sold to the Opeachy Company up That's in it, yes. So it was, you said that a lot of the stuff was literally dumped in Canada, and people have this yeah. stuff in their basements, and they have no idea how rare it is. They have no idea, because a, a Mickey Mantle just sold for a, a little over a million dollars. Oh, really? One card. Wow. Now, there's the other thing The thing about, and there are up here. I, had a, I once had a picture of me saying, and I think it was on a New York paper, saying there's only three known copies, and I have a picture of me, and the New York article and seven of these Mickey Mantles. I owned seven at one time. Oh, wow. But back then, they were only worth two to $3,000 each because it, it just keeps, as their people keep on buying them. I mean, they want to get the best quality. But these are hockey. There are, there are hockey cards worth $100,000 for one card. They're mainly from, you don't have them here. But as, as Angela was saying, he's, this is just a sample. He didn't, he didn't know what to bring. Like this is a Topps card. These are the second year of Topps. So what happened? So you inherited this collection. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. And so was it your dad that collected him his no, whole life? My, or? my uncle. And so so you're the caretaker. Yeah. What's your passion level? I mean, you must oh, feel hockey. a lot of responsibility. I, I, I love hockey. Yeah. I've, I've grown up watching hockey and coming from, from Guelph, we had lots of hockey players come through sure. our yeah. junior system. And that's where all the referees come out of the, the hockey school with Bill Dvorsky and stuff like that and the Dvorsky boys. And So what is your plan for your... Uh, Incredible collection. Are you going to keep son, it, sell it? No. Might want some, or 
sell it. It just depends on. I got so much. It's like I, it's, that's what I was gonna say. This is an overwhelming collection. It's probably quick add up, and what I've seen and what he said, probably about a hundred thousand. Wow. wow. And easily saleable. Wow. But what they have to be done, these have to be graded. In the good grade ones. Would you grade every one or just no, sort of No, just the ones that have to be graded. Um, gotcha. The, the, the super collectible ones. The super collectible or the super good condition. This is what we have to do. It's what I do. It's the advice I give. It's like it's like if you go to a real estate agent, he says you have to dress up your house a bit, put a paint job on it and do this so that you get more money. That's what I do. I put them in little cases, set them all up, get them all graded, and instead of getting card like you get, uh, instead of getting three hundred for a card, you get one thousand for it. I see. Most people want to get the higher amount. Angela, thank you so much, and You're obviously welcome. we'll spend more time with this collection after the oh, show. You're listening you. to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio. We're having in-studio guests both this week and next week. So if you'd like to bring your rare or interesting item to the studio. Who knows, you might end up on TV because we're shooting, we're preparing for a pilot here. So you can show up next Sunday here at the Zoomerplex. The address is 70 Jefferson Avenue. By the way, the most interesting item of the day, what do they get? A collectible coffee mug and $100 cash. They get the mug for sure. Sure, and maybe eventually <laughs> on TV. But we want you to share your story. So if you have a special item or, you know, listen, it doesn't have to be a, you have Mickey Mantle's glove. Even if it's a set of an old tea set that you think is special or you want just eyes on it to tell you what it might be worth or maybe you want to part with an entire collection of sports memorabilia like we just had with Angelo, you can bring it down. We'll take the time to make sure that all your needs are served uh, here at the Zoomerplex next Sunday, 10 a.m. to noon. Again, 70 Jefferson Avenue. We're all set to handle you. We'll have all the all the uh, uh, people around that will do all the assessments for you. Yes. Yeah. Like an antiques roadshow that's coming right to the Zoomerplex. So feel free to come down next Sunday. 10 a.m. to noon. In the meantime, we want to get to, uh, we were speaking about Mickey Mantle a second ago. Okay. Speak of the devil. Chuck no. in Burlington goes, I got something Mickey Mantle. Oh, I thought he was going to say Mickey's on the phone. Okay. No, yeah. <laughs> Chuck, how are you? Just fine, thanks. How are you? Not bad. What's the story? What do you have? Okay, well, I, uh, I have a Mickey Mantle 1952 rookie card. Perfect. And I bought it in Florida years ago. And the original box uh, is from Topps. And it's a 2006 complete set oh, okay. of baseball cards. And on the front is Mr. Mantle. Uh, and it says, own a piece of the Mick with an authentic Mickey Mantle relic card. And on the card is a picture of him and the box below where he signed it. And just a little bit to the left, actually, if you're looking at, uh, I, I saw an article in the paper here where it showed the card and it showed the, the Yankee uh, emblem. Just, just above uh, his name, and instead of that, I have a piece of his uniform. Oh, oh now, but wait, slow down. Is this a card that that's a repro repo from nineteen? Like, is it a reproduction or is it an original? Yeah, oh, what's happening here? I've so lost is the an plot. Authentic Mickey Mantle worn relic. Okay, it's a piece of his uniform. No, no, the uniform thing, but the card itself. What's yeah, the story? It's an authentic the same card. card. You see no, in the paper no. there. Only instead of the New York Yankee sign, it's got a piece of uh, okay. white cloth. Okay, well, we're going to do this quick because I actually have to. We're running out of time again. The 19, the, these reprint cards are not worth as much. To, but one with the relic, like a Mickey Mail uniform, is recently I think was up to $495,000 in an auction for the whole uniform. What they did was some of these card companies buy like a 
uh, a dress from a famous movie star or Mickey Mantle's. And cut thing, it all and up. And they cut it up in little pieces, which is destroying. Well, they get more money for it. But they, and they say, then, then, then they, I don't agree with this. I'd rather buy an authentic car than those, but these ones do sell. Lucky for do this people gentleman. people get picky, but like if it's a uniform, I go, oh, no, no, well, no. is the chest worth more It'll than be, the butt? I mean, how do you determine the value there? <laughs> It's weird. It is weird. I can't believe you went there, but I'm sure somebody has a whole scale of valuation, right? Actually, they do. If it has two colors in the in the piece of cloth, see, there you go. So the butt's worth less. That's what I just suggested. I understand. Okay. Okay. So I'd have to. You can find it. I have to find out what that card is worth. I mainly deal with the authentic stuff rather than. But your set, I think it sold for around two hundred dollars back then. Okay. And they and they actually chop up cards. They chop up autographs. They do. And they do it because I used to supply them uh, upper deck with the autographs. Okay, yeah. we're running out of time, and I have to go and I have to say something. We we're going to be in Fan Expo, and I didn't see we ran out of show before yeah. I ran out of stuff to do. Je- Michael J. Fox, Jeff Goldblum, uh, myself, and Bogart are probably going to be Lucy Lawless from uh, Princess. They're all going to be at the Fan Fest next week. We hopefully will have an interview with someone from the Fan Fest, and we're going to talk a lot about it. It's a Labor Day weekend. We're going to be doing there. We might be shooting live there. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to show producer Sebastian Hearn. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.